It's the E-Commerce Minute, your daily dose of e-commerce, tech, and retail news with your hosts, John Suter, Bart Moraz, and Brittany Blackman. The E-Commerce Minute is a production of Sumo Heavy, a digital commerce consulting firm located in Brooklyn, New York, and Philadelphia. Find us on the web at sumoheavy.com. It's E-Commerce Minute episode 736. In today's episode, Starbucks to close 400 outlets, expand pickup options. Starbucks is pivoting hundreds of North American stores away from the cafe model that put it on the map. The company is expanding its pickup-only to-go business, a strategy shift that illustrates how much consumer behavior has changed during the pandemic. The company said it plans to close up to 400 stores in the U.S. and Canada over the next 18 months, while at the same time adding carryout and pickup-only locations. During Starbucks' fiscal second quarter, it opened approximately 200 net new stores in the Americas, and it plans for a total of 300 net new stores in fiscal 2020. This is down from Starbucks' original expectation of 600 net new stores, an indication of how the pandemic has taken a toll on Starbucks' business. Typically, Starbucks closes around 100 company-owned stores in the Americas each year due to lease expirations, location shifts, and market conditions. In its latest SEC filing, the company said it ultimately expects to open about 300 new North American stores that specialize in carryout and pickup options. A large part of the restructuring plan is to shutter more of Starbucks' traditional cafe-like locations in favor of new formats that better cater to convenience orders, not sitting around with friends, which you can't do anymore. One of these is the Starbucks pickup store concept. Ahead of the COVID-19 crisis, Starbucks had been testing the pickup store concept on a smaller scale. In the last seven months, the company opened and had been operating two of these stores. Both have offered the company early insights in how to design the pickup store experience for both employees and customers. Starbucks says it's now preparing to launch a third pickup location near Grand Central Station in Manhattan in the immediate future. Coming soon to a corner near you, a smaller Starbucks. I think that's a great idea. Why do we have to stay in line? Just order. I mean, people have been ordering on on their phones all the time now. Like, people are just used to it. I was listening, Bart, you listened to the Pivot podcast. They were talking about this very topic yesterday. And they were saying that people are so hooked on the Starbucks app that there's so much money in there that it's like the third biggest bank in the country or something like that. There's so much money yep. sitting in there yep. and that the tech is so good that people are like literally hooked on on the app. It's just really that good. So why not couple that with the ease of ordering and grab your stuff and go instead of... Yeah, I've been... Because some of these Starbucks are not laid out properly like they have they have traffic Mm -hmm. problems because it's like oh well we found this great location on the corner but unfortunately we had to make room for the seats we had to make room for the little bench and make room for all this little other stuff Mm -hmm. and then you wind up just with a crowded environment that no one really enjoys oh it's a nightmare it is a nightmare you know before all this was happening then there's places where you you stand in line and you can literally i have been in line ordered on the app and got it faster than going through the line oh my gosh yeah i've done that too you're like, nope, just going to order. Um, it's like crazy how the pandemic, like having to do that all the time is like literally prepping us for when all coffee shops transition to this model Well, you at have, some point. I mean, it's been said elsewhere and I'll just kind of paraphrase it that the last three months of accelerated e-commerce and consumer, I guess you would call it just pickup options or delivery of goods to consumers. We've been forced to accelerate three years worth of growth in three months. In other words, the things that we, you know, that a company may have been considering or may have put on the chalkboard and said, you know what, maybe we should try this down the line. Maybe we should grow this program. It's like, put on the brakes, let's figure this out and let's do it. And you're looking at that with, you know, not only with these pickup locations through Starbucks, but all the BAPA stuff and every other company that's had to figure out how to get the customer's money and get the products in their hand. And 
this stuff isn't going away. It's actually going to be, this is, yeah. this is the new normal. As yeah. they say. As they say. <laughs> I, I mean, we're now in the precedented times. Is that right? <laughs> Are we in precedented times yet? Just what's going to be. I think that a lot more stores are need to reconsider their stuff. Like, you know, restaurants should reconsider having like, imagine having just redoing one of your windows to a picnic window, right? Yeah. Like there's a whole bunch of ways of, of going around that, which is great. Yeah. I mean, Starbucks has a, obviously has the bigger, they already have the technology to do it. And we've talked about this and I don't use to bring it up because I just saw on one of the restaurants were just nearby. You know how the POS systems are, are built for that, but they don't want to use it. Somebody's just like, well, here's our Venmo account. So we'll just do it that way. Right. Yeah. True. Right. Exactly. And, and I think you're, we're seeing like, pivoting away from just the Starbucks model, but uh, mm-hmm. just small restaurants, small chains in general, how they've been you know, pretty clever in figuring out ways to get products to customers. So if you go to like an our center city, the neighborhood Fishtown, you have like which was traditionally just oh, these cool little bars and restaurants you go hang into. Well, they still want to sell products. So they've kind of retrofitted the whole fronts of their stores and made these like really nice displays and pickup windows and, and outdoor seating. Cause now Pennsylvania finally said, screw it and let everybody sit outside. I don't know what's going to happen when winter comes, but that'll be, I guess we'll cross that bridge. And we'll get a, to it. Yeah. That's another, another world, but it's suddenly become like, you know, especially in the nice summer days, it's become like a wonderful thing where you can just go out and sit and eat outside where, why didn't we do this before? Well, we got rules here, but they've loosened the rules and, and people become really creative with their spaces and how they're able to serve customers. And I don't think that's a bad thing at all. You just got to watch because there's a certain segment of the population that thinks that the virus has gone away and everything. Well, who everybody's back to normal, but I think we're going to be in for a rude awakening. If everyone does it in a safe way, I'm all for sitting outside and having a nice meal and a drink. Just stay away. Stay six feet back. Yeah. And if you're walking by these people while they're sitting on enjoying their meal, wear a mask. Well, you know, there's some magical thinking out there. It's like, Oh, I walk up. (laughs) We experienced this the other day. You walk up, and we had our masks on. We we're like, we didn't know what to do. And we go up to the server and just, you know, the staff gratefully was all, you know, they were all protected. And they're like, okay, here's your seat. And they gave us a seat, nice socially distanced. But then you see these people walk up and they think that once they get under the tent, it's like this magical barrier. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I'm safe now. I'm under the tent. <laughs> right. It's so irritating. It's irresponsible is what it is. You read the word almost right. <laughs> <laughs> True. When we went to Goose Island this weekend, actually, though, they were really good. Like, shout out Goose Island. Like, they were so strict about masks and being sanitary and how distant all the tables were and stuff like that. It was really great. Like, I felt really safe. We were going to go there this weekend. (gasps) Oh, my God. If I would have run into you there, I probably would have passed out. (laughs) Like, I honestly would have passed out. You know, as a business owner, like you have to be right. Like, right. what's the, I mean, I don't care what your thoughts are. Like end of the day, you have to be responsible. Like you're, you're trying yeah. to open. I mean, the biggest thing, you just have to be safe and, and make sure everything is taken care of. Yeah. And I'll just add one more nugget to this rant and then we'll move on. So we live in Philadelphia, but we also live in Pennsylvania. And the rules outside of Philadelphia are different, even though I could drive a mile away and the rules can be completely different. So mm-hmm. compare one experience. We went to a place on Saturday. Hardly anyone had masks on. Guys were actually shaking hands. They'd whatever. My friend Sue, who lives in Phoenixville, she had dinner with her husband outside. When they got there, they checked her temperature and took their information down for contact tracing. And obviously the staff was safe. 
these are basically restaurants that are in the same area and they had their own set of rules. And I just, I don't get it. Ugh, scary. Scary, indeed. What were we talking about? Starbucks? Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say that. So Starbucks took a virus-related revenue hit, potentially exceeding $3 billion in its third quarter, it said in a regulatory filing on Wednesday. And it also slashed its operating income between $2 billion and $2.2 billion as the virus raged. No surprise there. And we'll close with some more actual stats. Starbucks found that approximately 80% of U.S. transactions in its company-operated stores were for on-the-go orders. So that's a trend anyway. I like hanging out at a coffee shop, but I don't think that's where they really make their money. They make their money on the triple venti latte Americano with the two sweeteners and whatever. <laughs> the company's same store sales plummeted 43% in May compared with those from last year. April's year-over-year sales decline was even worse, but Starbucks' sales outlook is improving somewhat. And finally, same store sales in the last week of May were down 32% when compared with the same week in 2019, marking its sixth consecutive week of sequential improvement from a weekly low of minus 65 in mid-April, the company said. Ooh, minus 65. Well, all right. So things are bouncing back. And as we said, people are being creative and getting the product safely into the customer's hands. You guys got anything else? I'm actually sitting here thinking, I'm wondering how Starbucks' recent controversy is going to impact their sales. Well, without like, commenting on the actual controversy, right. I would say that news cycles move pretty quickly. So I think by the time if somebody's listening to this in months from now, they're going to go, controversy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're not uh, and that wrong. Was just that was last week, and I already forgot about it. Yeah. Sad, <laughs> yeah. but true. So you actually just said something. Yep. Because like it's so really much, there's so much, fast. everything. Yeah. It's Every day you wake up and it's bad. Bad <laughs> what news. What kind of dumpster is on fire bad today? Bad news. <laughs> like yesterday, I actually read a really good headline about the LGBT laws that were passed, and I had to read it like 52 times to make sure what I was reading was <laughs> a good it was headline. Sure it wasn't negative or something. Yeah. I had to read it so many times. But. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but... No, it was actually good news. So, anyway. <laughs> All right. Let's close this one up. That is your e-commerce minute for today. We'll see you on the internet tomorrow. That's it for today's show. If you like the show, do us a favor and subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes. And don't forget, you can now listen to the e-commerce minute on your Amazon device. Just add e-commerce minute to your flash briefing. And finally, if you have a comment or suggestion or just want to say hi, find us on social media at Sumo Heavy.